Hi there, this is Youth Plus Radio. We are a platform that is passionate about the youth and having conversations that aim to grow and inspire the future. My name is Jerry Kamau and this is her on Youth Plus Radio. on set the amazing, beautiful um, entrepreneur, YouTuber, Wanjiru Njeru. I hope everyone is as excited <laughs> as I am because y'all. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. How are you? Fine. You're doing so well. Thank you. <laughs> deep breaths, deep breaths and you'll be fine. Thanks for having Thank you. me. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, so where do we start? So I'm thinking we should just go right into it and maybe you can introduce us to yourself and tell us who you are and I mean who Wanjirunjiru is just as Shiro and okay. not Wanjiru as a YouTuber and you know all these other things. Hmm. I am, well for those who are not familiar with the work I do, mm-hmm. I am in digital media, a content creator in digital media and also a host of the Jared podcast. Um, I don't know, away from that, I am a wonderful friend, all my friends can attest. I am a, a wife and a long-time <laughs> life partner to someone amazing, um, daughter, all those fun things. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's, that's really, really Sister, nice. all of them. Oh yeah, sister. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really, really amazing. So, um, next question. Mm-hmm. So we know you um, on the digital platforms. We know you on the digital platforms as a YouTuber, as you said, as mm-hmm. an entrepreneur because of Mawa, Mawa yeah. and uh, you know, as for Jorid, for right? right? Yes. So, take us through what it has taken for you to be, at least maybe one of the things, maybe a YouTuber, like how was your journey, what was it about, how did you start, what was it about when you really, really yeah. started, like take us back to when you started. So I started in 2015, and it was born out, right? Yeah, I feel like I'm a like, oldie. I was not I've been even really trying school. to get with the Gen Zs. <laughs> I'm trying to dress like a Gen Z. I'm really You're trying. nailing it, girl. I, I am going are... to get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think in 2015, I just loved clothes, still love clothes. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to just share my love for style. And so that's how I started my YouTube channel. So you just, you're just like, you know what? I want people to know what, what I know. Yeah, and then that's how I, I found myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was just, let's call it, let's not call it impulse, but it was just one of those things you just wake up and you're like, you know what, today's the day. It wasn't really like, today's the day. Mm-hmm. It was, I really enjoy this thing. Yeah. Um, I really want to find an outlet for me to share it. Mm. And so I, I shopped around, blogs that were really the it thing then, but I'm not very gifted in writing. Yeah. So the next be- best thing was video. And that's mm. how I ended up with a video. With a video. Video form content. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. I, yeah. thought, I thought you had a whole plan. You're like, you know what? <laughs> we better do this now. Nope, I, I wow. deep dived into it. Isn't that oh. life though? <laughs> it, it is. We deep Ooh. dive into everything. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. So, um, so you started the, the channel, and I mean, it was about you sharing your story mm-hmm. about your fashion um, life and everything in between, right? So, what do you think the the beginning your YouTube channel helped mm-hmm. you with? Like, what did it remove out of you? The word is not remove. Like, mm. bath out of you. 
I think it just helped me disengage with I wanted to say I want to say fear mm-hmm. but it it was my first place that I interacted with fear and not letting fear be a hindrance to me doing something so it's a very it's uncharted waters I don't know yeah. what's what it looks like it was among the I think YouTube hadn't really picked up here mm-hmm. in Kenya I think it was still it was still a very foreign concept yeah. um and on top of that earning from that and making that my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. So it was my first time that I interacted with fear, but really using fear as a sort of like a motivator. Like a motivator. Yeah. Like people use pain as for fuel. For fuel. For ah, me, it's like yeah. fear as a fuel. To Ooh, that's a good concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life is hard out here. If some of us did that, we would be millionaires. <laughs> but yeah, so I think yeah. that's what it birthed out of me. Mm, that's really nice. Yeah. So... After now, you realize that I mean, fear is not a thing that can hinder you mm. because you don't give it the, you know, the leeway to do that. Yeah. What do you think is another thing that mm-hmm. maybe you needed to understand about yourself? Like before you opened the channel, you really did not know that about yourself, but after you did, it kind of prompted things out of you. I think it was just the level of self-doubt that I had. You, you didn't know that before you started the channel? No, I did know that my level of self-doubt was up to that mm-hmm. level because it's one of the things that I've had to work out yeah. through my career. Uh-huh. And sometimes doubt is worked on by doing the same thing over, over and over and again, over getting again. good at it. Yeah. And so at the beginning, of course, you mm-hmm. don't have that luxury. It's, yeah. it's only a luxury that time and experience can buy you. Mm. And so I needed to serve my time. Yeah. But had I known, I would have been more intentional or I would have entered with the knowledge that there would be a lot of second guessing myself. Mm, yeah. you, like you would have looked for things to like curb Help the... Help you. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Like I'm thinking about my life and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> if I knew she were that. <laughs> okay, so now we go to you and Mal, um, not Mali, Maua. Mm-hmm. So Maua, I'm sure Maua was birthed out of your love for fashion, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And now... Um, with your YouTube channel, then came Maua. Mm-hmm. How did Maua, like, what do you think is the one thing that you love most about Maua, first of all? I think the challenges. Maua is, has been one of the hardest things I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really one of the hardest things. I don't th- even think starting a YouTube channel has been this hard. I don't even think settling on a life partner has been as hard wow. <laughs> as running a fashion business in Kenya. Yeah. Um, so I think it's been one of those challenging things. And it's not until last year mm-hmm. or, yeah, last year mm-hmm. that I made peace with the fact that this is, for this season of Maua, it's mm-hmm. going to be a challenging because as every child, whenever they're born, yeah. it's usually the growing pains, the challenging times. And so yeah. I made peace with the fact that it's going to be challenging. And I say challenging mm-hmm. because you're, first of all, learning so many things that about you didn't yourself. know you about yourself about the business about yeah. the fashion industry you know yeah. you loving clothes and making that a business two completely Could, different yeah. things and Can i don't imagine. think i've nailed it yet yes. but i think um but you're nailing feet, the designs though. my feet are settling in you're nailing the designs yeah. for it's, things you have nailed thank designs, you number one thank That's you the, sunny, sunny, sunny <laughs> the dress sunflower thing. dress oh my god yeah. oh that one did so well it's beautiful we're bringing it back in a maxi so oh. i think i've had to Maua has really 
forced me mm -hmm. to love challenges. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to love challenges. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So with Mawa, mm -hmm. what do you think, apart from you, the love of your style and you know all the things that came in between, what do you think fueled your like intentionality about it about it i think for me for the longest time mm -hmm. and maybe this traces back to the youtube channel for yeah. me clothes have always given me a sense of confidence mm -hmm. anytime i'm in something cute yeah. something that looks good it trans it automatically translates to my confidence and i believe mm -hmm. that that can be transferred yeah. onto other women other and women. i think that is the core reason why mm -hmm. mawa is mawa because we want to make women feel confident good. that every time you wear the sunflower dress yeah. There's a, you feel like sunshine. Yeah, you feel like I can take on anything that's yeah. thrown at me. Yeah, because okay. that's what clothes do to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not makeup? No, it's clothes, actually. Oh. Um, I think, I was actually just talking to someone about this in the morning. I mm -hmm. think makeup is a dying A dying thing, thing for you? I think so. I think well. skincare is really taking a front, let me see. Okay. Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at the number of times I'm in makeup vis-a-vis -vis mm -hmm. I'm without in a week. Yeah. Nowadays, I'm more... Without? Without makeup wow. than I am with makeup, yeah. Oh, interesting. I yeah. thought you were always in, me yeah. like in makeup. Not these days. I used to be. Uh -huh. But you see now when you work on your skin, you've invested yeah. thousands on your skin. Hey, Expensive. you must see yeah. it. You have to see you it. Must You're see like, I'll skin. see you yeah. whether anyone thinks it looks good yeah. or not. So for me, oh. clothes have always been have always been that place where you express yourself yeah. and it's like the one thing that the just confidence gives you booster. the confidence. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Now, I'm also curious. Mm -hmm. The word mawa, why did you choose it? Why did you not choose something like, I don't know, something random? Actually, why mawa? You know, I've been asked this about mawa and joy, right? And I feel like I disappoint people every time because <laughs> there was nothing deep to it. Actually, Mawa was Ben. Ben who's my, my partner. He's the one who came up with it. He was like, mm. ooh, you love flowers. What's ooh, yeah. flower? It, so he was like, Mawa. Oh, and I was like, yeah, that's a cute name. Oh, there's really there's really nothing, nothing behind it. There's really nothing deep. I think it's a good name that yeah. stuck. Uh -huh. Same with the joyride. It's a good name that yeah. stuck. And we ran it with works. it. Yeah. They work. Those simple, things. simple to chew. Yeah. You don't overcomplicate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, mm -hmm. with Mawa, mm -hmm. you have very many designs, very beautiful fabric, very flowy, and Thank I mean, you. they're very nice and sophisticated, right? Mm -hmm. So, what's your thought process mm -hmm. when you're picking a design? I think that's something that I'm still learning mm -hmm. because I've, and that's when, again, it goes back to Mawa has just been a challenge and a learning yeah. place for me because at first, especially if you love style mm -hmm. and you're passionate about the style business, you can get tempted to transfer your own personal style onto the consumer. Yeah. But I've learned to also understand the Mawa customer. So it's, mm. it's, it's taken a lot of us and the team at large, mm -hmm. at the Mawa team, to sit down and remove my personal style from the equation yeah. and focus on who do we want to target, yeah. what are they doing, sort of like a customer profile uh -huh. kind of thing, so yeah. that you can understand who are they, where are they hanging out, what are they wearing. Um, yeah. And so it's been a really, really huge learning lesson for me uh -huh. to separate my personal style, because I'm constantly in t-shirt and jeans yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis. <laughs> yeah. So to separate that and give 
the Mawa girl, uh-huh. what she desires and where she hangs out. And so, all those in things. short, you're saying that the brand itself, Mawa, and the styles that we see and the clothes that we see, it's not about Shiru. It's, it's about, not about Shiru. Um, your customer, let's call her Angie. It's yeah. about Angie, Angie somewhere yeah. who is, I mean, into certain kinds exactly. of. Exactly. So well, when that's you, what we're trying to separate right okay. now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> when you go to a shop, maybe to get your fabric, mm-hmm. that's what you're thinking about. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, you have oh, to do that. You have that's, to. Okay. You can you can easily get entangled in yeah. creating clothes only for me. For you, yeah. And that's not the goal for Mawa. But don't you then think that there are people who are like you, people that have your style, people that enjoy what you enjoy, and uh-huh. I mean, they would resonate with your style. Don't you think it would be easier if then you just do what Shiro likes and then there'll be people who will be on your wagon to just, I mean, go with it? And I mean, there's a place for that. Uh-huh. So it's not that I will completely remove my personal okay. style from uh-huh. the brand, uh-huh. but it's to say that my personal style does not dictate. So yeah. if the Maua girl, we profile Angie and we realize Angie loves to wear, Angie loves a good time, she loves to look cute, Mm -hmm. she loves to, she loves her curves being seen, I'm not necessarily, she likes short things, she likes skin, Um, if that's who Angie is and that's not Wanjiro, Angie takes a priority. Okay, so at this point, what you're saying is, the customer is always right, you give the customer what the customer wants. The customer is priority. Oh wow. Yeah. So guys, if you're out there and you're trying to get into the fashion industry, what Shiro is saying is, as much as you're trying to give out your style, as much as you're trying to let people understand what it is that you're bringing on the table that is you, you also need to listen to them a bit more and yeah. just, I mean... And go, create that balance. Yeah, yeah, create the balance between you and them. Then yeah. you guys can meet somewhere in the middle, you know? Yeah. It's all about compromise. I yeah. think it's like having, being in a relationship. It's, there's always someone who... Yeah creating that seesaw. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Because for me I like when I look at Mawa, I'm like, this is beautiful. Thank you. It's, that's very... and then the prices are also for Kenyan made, the prices are fair. Fair. Yeah. We try we try as much as possible. So how do you actually get to that fair price where you're giving quality and you're also giving I mean you're also getting your profits because I mean it's a business. Mm. We need I, to get our profits. Again, it's been a learning curve. Not to say mm-hmm. that we've always gotten it right, but it's yeah. really down to the sourcing. Where can we get the best and least expensive mm-hmm. um, fabric? How can we cut down on the cost of labor? How can we cut down on the cost of packaging? Wow. So it's really just looking at the places where you can reduce you get your... your costs mm. for production so, so that you, you can maximize okay. on your profits. So you kind of have to do a syntonomy class or yeah. something like that? You just have to constantly be learning. That's what I'm saying. Like mm. Again, Mawa has been one of those yeah. things that I've had to... To constantly keep learning. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for someone who is wondering, like I'm thinking about... Let's now, you, yours is Angie, ours is, no, you're called she. <laughs> uh, ours is Mary. Uh-huh. So Mary, who is, I mean, she's getting into this and she really doesn't know how to do her books and, you mm. know, like figure out her pricing. Because I think with businesses, pricing is one of the things that keeps or breaks your yeah. business. So yeah. what platforms do you think you can, like, maybe direct her to go and learn or, you know... A school I, or something. I had to rely a lot on friends mm-hmm. who are in the finance business. Yeah. Um, I've been so blessed to have people who are so willing to support me with information and resources. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've just been like, they held my hand in yeah. formulating like the price formula and all those things. Yeah. 
Uh, but there's so many courses running around. Um, Sentonomy is a great place to start if mm -hmm. you're looking for, especially the entrepreneurship class. I'm very yeah. keen on taking that one mm -hmm. at some point down the line. So there are very main, many great resources, but I also think take advantage of the network around you. Yeah, the people that mm. are surrounding you. Yeah, who okay. are good in what you're struggling in. Mm. I'm not very good with accounts, but I have yeah. been blessed with friends who are really Why? good at that. So okay. I lean on them for that. So it's more of share your struggles with yeah. people. Tell yeah. people what's exactly. both are in you yeah. or what you need help for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ah, that way your journey is lean a bit... people, yeah. Well, entrepreneurship. Yeah. You Can feel be. like you need to... I mean, uh, we, I, I've, had, I've had someone tell me that if there's a journey that is lonely, it's entrepreneurship. In every facet. And now that you're telling us to, I mean, lean on people, mm -hmm. it feels like then it's going to make it a bit easier. It is, because I mean, it's human nature. We yeah. were created to share. Yeah. We were created to lean on each other. Mm -hmm. We were created to live in communities yeah. and to live in fellowship, in fellowship with, each, with other. each other. So it's only right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mawa then has definitely been a learning curve for you. Like, Completely. Hey, and you've I, been learning no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> You learn yourself, you, you learn, learn your It's yeah. a constant, never ending. But I'm sure you love the challenge and I you do. love the person I that you've become it. because I of it. I enjoy it. Because I think one thing it, it's done, it's freed me from the shackles of always wanting perfection. Mm. So right now my mind, my attitude yeah. is, let's go. So it's let's now, go to it's market. like, yeah. let's go to market. It doesn't matter. Like the product is here, it really the doesn't have to be. We've done our best. Yeah. There's nothing more we can do at this point. Let's go to market. So it's freed me from the shackles of perfection. Of perfection. Which I'm really okay. happy about. Yeah. <laughs> which you really look like you are like in it. Yeah. Like yep. deep okay. in the throngs of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So a while back, there was something that was going around um, about the Kenyan, made in Kenya product. Okay. And maybe things like Mtumba. Mm -hmm. What do you think that did for you as mm -hmm. a fashionpreneur? Let's mm -hmm. call it that. And I mean, as someone who started their journey on YouTube and fashion mm. in Tumba World, do I you think, think it kind of... Okay. It's, it's a double-edged sword, because mm -hmm. I understand. Mutumba yeah. is, there's no way you can tell me to buy 4K worth of clothes and my salary does not match yeah. that. So I understand. Yeah. And I truly and sincerely think the, the people with the key to these answers are government. And yeah. a huge key mm -hmm. player is government and in the policies that they make. Yeah. But it's always a double-edged sword because I understand what Mitumba has done for my career because mm -hmm. I started talking about Mitumba thrift halls and yeah. whatever view. And also, like, they've gone a long way in mm -hmm. when you couldn't afford the Made in Kenya lines. Yeah. It, made, it went a long way in putting clothes on my back. Mm -hmm. So it's usually a double-edged sword. Yeah. Yeah. So it's as much as Mutumba is there, it does not mean that the Kenyan market or the Kenyan fashion industry is going to, I mean, bleed for it. What do you think? You know, when I think about the Mutumba sector, mm -hmm. it's really just such a complex game yeah. that I think the true people, again, with the, uh, the answers, answers to our problems yeah. are government, because it, it has to stem from a policy level. Okay. You have to understand the kind of people that you're working with, mm -hmm. the kind of people who want to be dressed, yeah. the, what people want to wear. Mm -hmm. It's also not sustainable for yeah. me who's earning even less than... You can imagine, yeah. yeah. And you're telling me to be dressed head to toe in Made in Kenya. It's not sustainable it's, yeah. when one top is like, what, 2K at the 2K, very least. Yeah. 
that's so when there's really, an offer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really about us reducing the cost of production. Mm. And then that's why I'm saying that's a policy level thing. Okay. Okay. Where we can reduce the cost of production for made in Kenya lines to mm -hmm. allow us to be slightly yeah. competitive okay. with a made in Kenya. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's interesting. Thank you for that. Yeah. Policymakers, <laughs> watch us and listen. Yeah. We need your help. Yeah. Um, so another question would be, so in the Made in Kenya industry, we are so many, like there's so many brands and they're doing different things. And I mean, they're, they're creating beautiful, beautiful outfits, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you think you set aside Maua mm -hmm. as Maua and like like how do you get your customer mm -hmm. and don't feel the the thing that people feel like everyone is doing something closer to what i'm doing so it's kind of like i'm going to lose my customers mm. how do you make sure at mawa that you won't lose your customers because other people are making or may, are maybe making palazzo pants maybe they're not the same design as yours like how do you get over that fear of maybe my customers are gonna go disappear yeah i think it's singular focus that's just it. Like we, we know who our customer is, we know mm -hmm. our Angie, yeah. we know where she is, we know mm -hmm. what Angie likes to do, and we focus on that. You can't control what other people choose to do yeah. with their brands, you can't control where other people choose to buy from. Mm -hmm. You can only work with what's within what's, your control. Yeah. And within our control is we study who Angie is, we yeah. study what Angie likes, mm -hmm. and then we give Angie what she wants. Or that way you keep her loyalty yeah. for you guys. And again, singular focus. Our focus is just making Angie confident, making mm. Angie look good. So, and that's what, and that's what's within our control. That's what sets you apart, yeah. like from everyone else. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really nice. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thinking about it, I think we can apply that to all yeah. businesses. Yeah. Singular focus. You just yeah. need to focus on what you need to do. It's like it's like knowing your niche, like know your niche yeah. and aim for it, and, and just do what your niche needs. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now let's go to Joyride. Mm -hmm. Joyride, Joyride, Joyride. It's a our little baby. Beautiful. <laughs> it's not little. She is grown. Oh, it feels so. She feels so young. I, I think maybe because like she, she's taking so much of our time. But I feel like she has grown tremendously yeah. so fast and in such beautiful ways. Thank you. Like she's you a quick learner. Oh yeah. yeah she's she is. A oh learner. wow. She yeah, is she's like a fast learner. That it's one. like she was born running. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. with Joyride, I know mm -hmm. you do it with your partner, yeah, partner Ben. ben. Um, and I am curious to know, how is it working with your partner? Yeah. What is that like? Like, does it get to your nerves? Is it a good thing? Does it make you grow as a person and mm. as individuals? Like, what is that like? I think. In the beginning, it was really, really tough because it was the first time we worked together on such a huge yeah. project. And then the project, as you've said, took off so quickly. <gasps> so it's been, it's been a learning curve. Mm -hmm. um, I'm happy that we have now settled. We know when it's work. We know when it's home time. Yeah. We know each person's working style. So mm -hmm. we are not just atukanyangiani. Yeah. So I'm happy that we are now... Settling in. I know we have a long way to go. I mean, if yeah. Jared is going to continue for a long time, yeah. Um, there's only we've only scratched the surface of what we know about each other. Mm. But I'm happy with the foundation is strong. We know we can communicate. We yeah. can um, learn. make money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but mostly we're able to kusomana. Mm, yeah, that's really that's also very encouraging yeah. for people that are working together with mm -hmm. their spouses or even their partners, yeah. they're able to understand and see that 
this thing, you can actually do it with your you password. Actually, you really don't need to go look for a business partner somewhere in yeah. town or... If you, you know. guys have the chemistry, mm -hmm. if you guys have the willingness to yeah. do it, and there is respect, I think respect is a huge, mm -hmm. it's a huge part of working together. Mm -hmm. So that you know when it's work time, yeah. we're, all, we're, yeah, all, we're all working. Yeah, we're all working. Yeah. Your opinion is just as important as mine and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. So as long as there is respect, mm -hmm. I don't see why it shouldn't okay. work. And chemistry. I think chemistry yeah. is a big part. Wow, interesting. So let me ask, when you started Joyride, did you think it was ever going to become this big? No. We Why? had no... Like, you two are big. Like, mm. wait, what? I think maybe it's... When you say, did we ever think, mm -hmm. I think it's because we didn't get into it with the notion of it being big. We just oh. wanted to... I think it's finally time we did something together. We, oh, have, so been, we have been doing... We've been fighting like yeah, each other's channel here yeah. and there, but let's create a platform that's just for the two of us. Mm -hmm. And let's see where that goes. I think none of us had, the, I don't know about him, but none of us had the intention yeah. of it going big. And of course, I, I don't want to take credit that it was Ben and I. All glory to God, first yeah, of all. Yeah. He's really, he's done us a solid with that one. Yeah. Um, and of course, we have a very, very strong team, team. of people who are yeah. so dedicated to the Jared, Kina Catapult, Kina mm -hmm. Barak, yeah. the production team, Kina Selfie. Everyone is just so dedicated, Kit. It's really not us. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a team effort, it's, it's baby. It's God and then the rest of us, us, we just. You're just vessels. Yeah, so wow. we just. <laughs> they're just pawns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. And then, so how then did you guys decide? Okay, mm -hmm. so you said that you guys are, um, decided to do Joy, right? So that you guys work together, right? Mm -hmm. So when you started, did you have like an initial um, focus on where you wanted Joy, right? To like like the niche that you wanted like had you like did you guys have a plan or did you just sit and be like we are both good at certain things so i think we can put that together and like put it out as a product i think um we relationships sort of like took the natural progression mm, yeah husband and wife working together yeah, yeah. um we had he had always been public about our relationship so mm. it just felt like the natural progression yeah. of the content of that plot of the joyride mm -hmm. but also Barack really helped to put structure into yeah. it yeah. Um, this is how it should look this is what we should speak about mm -hmm. these are how the questions are going to look like yeah. so there was that but it was really just a natural progression a natural progression yeah so um, one last question sure. maybe um, what challenges do you think you have undergone with the three businesses, like in general, um, the three businesses that you would want to talk about and maybe like show people that, I mean, it's not about the challenges really, it's about what you get out of them. Yeah. I think one of the, the major challenges I've had to do mm -hmm. is overcome a lot of second guessing myself. And that's not something you're taught in business school. That's not something... It, I think a yeah. lot of entrepreneurs, I don't know, talk mm -hmm. about I haven't heard. Yeah. Because we, we try to businessify yeah, success. Oh, and like yeah. it's like if you do this, da da da. But I think a lot of success is found once you overcome the mental barriers that keep telling you that maybe you're not good enough mm -hmm. or that you're not doing a great job or nobody wants to see this, nobody wants to hear this. Yeah. And so I think I've, across the three, three major career transitions or 
career things that I've had to do, yeah. all in digital in some way or the mm -hmm. other, mm -hmm. I've really just had to overcome in your the head. mental. Yeah. Wow. And of course, it hasn't been like I'm not like this centered guru right mm -hmm. now who mm -hmm. has everything figured out. Of course, yeah. I have resources and tools that help me now. Yeah. But I think. I, if I had known, I would have started this coaching thing, this therapy thing, way like earlier. Way before. Way earlier. Oh yeah. Immediately when I started this thing. Oh, so the 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 businesses have kind of like made you realize that you need certain kind of support. Yeah. If you don't have it, you're just going to burn everything. They made me realize that most of the times I can be my own enemy, mm. and I can be my own hindrance. Yeah. So like imposter just, syndrome yeah. or something. So just support okay. to overcome that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The last, last one. Because mm -hmm. we have last questions like 15 times. Mm. The last one is, as Shiro now, what do you think you can tell young Shiro, the one who started a podcast like in 2015? No, not a podcast. A YouTube, a YouTube channel yeah. in 2015. Like to encourage her and just let her know that everything will be fine. That really, it's just really a time issue. That yeah. things, things open up. Vitus you fungoka. You just and have to. When you, they open, they open. They open. The flood gets open, open. But you have to serve your time. You have to clock in your ten thousand hours. So you have to yeah. keep doing it. You have to keep doing it. Every waking day, every waking day, you have to wake up to the same thing. Become a master at it. Yeah. And in due time, God and the world, world will just will re God will reward you. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no work that is in vain. There's no work that is too little work. If you keep at it. Yeah. If you keep digging that well, you're finally gonna hit the water. You're finally gonna hit the water. Okay. Yeah. And, okay. And the just, water will sprout. And when it sprouts, it, it does. It overflows. Ooh, you heard <laughs> yeah. that, right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Hiro, for thank being you, here. Jerry. Thank you. You were so for good. Thank you. You've been doing this all your life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, though. Thank, thank you, you for being here. And thank you for also letting people understand that. I mean. Um, being in the creative industry is not all lavish and you know nice and cute photos and it's every. Not, I mean, it comes with it, but there are things that it's one percent of the job. Yeah, yeah. The, the other well. ninety nine is just tears <laughs> and working hard. Yeah. So thank you so much, guys, for watching. And if you're at home and you want to get into the creative industry, listen to what Shiro said. Come here with ninety nine percent of waiting for yourself to just need the you know extra boost, but all in all. As she said, making it is not as easy as you think and neither is it as hard if you put in the work. Yeah. So thank you so much for watching and listening on today's episode. Um, we are Youth Plus Radio. Please comment, share and subscribe and remember to follow us at Youth Plus Radio. Bye.